0: Behind the Mask is back with Episode 5. Welcome back, everyone. Glad you could join us. Had a little bit of a hiatus here because of winter break, but we are back and we have a loaded episode for you guys. I'm Oscar Henderson, our host, along with my co-hosts, Sydney Isham and Cooper Evan. Guys, how are we doing today?
1: Good. Been a long day.
0: A lot uh, lot
2: of hockey to unfold. A
0: lot of of hockey to unfold today. We are going to start... Right where we always start in our college segment. We got a little bit of a different type of college fill here as not much happened in the actual NCAA overbreak, but a lot happened in the world as World Juniors took place. Um, but first, we are going to talk about uh msu hockey msu had a couple games over break the one most important one being a exhibition match against the united states national development team program nightingale's old stomping grounds uh we had one person in our little area here who went to that game sydney was in attendance spartans ended up winning that one five to two um sydney what uh What did it look? And, I mean, how did some of the guys from the uh, development team who are committed to state uh, look in that game?
1: Uh, Well, so first of all, the NTDP, um, their starting lineup were, the the starting three forwards were their three guys who are um, committed to MSU. It was kind of like a little showy thing. And then, you know, they returned to their normal lineup. But it was very cute that they did that still. (laughs) Um, And I think in the first period, it was just so, it was very obvious this skill difference between msu and ntdp the ntdp is all the guys all the kids who are going to bu in north dakota and bc they kind of had michigan stay up on like skill because i mean we msu is full of a lot of young guys this year and these guys are about the same age but they're kind of almost at a higher skill level and so it was really actually insane to watch but msu was able to like Find their faults and use it to their advantage. They were using their speed um, and kind of absolutely just bodying these seventeen-year-olds around the rink. Um, and they were bodying Spartans back. Uh, Red Savage got hit really bad, fell on his wrist, and was sitting on the bench a while. And he didn't. He looked. The trainer was talking to him, and he didn't look like he wanted to go down the tunnel. But he eventually did. He eventually came back to the game, and then got absolutely destroyed again um, on the ice, straight into the arm. That he had heard earlier and went straight down the tunnel. It was also nice to see Dakota Rum Mullen there, who's uh, Dylan Saint Cyr's little brother, uh, the goaltender from last year, uh, as a nice little familiar face. Um, but on slate for the MSU, uh, the MSU commits there was Austin Baker, who I believe is Owen Baker's little brother. Um, he scored a goal as well, and then there was also uh, Lucas Van Vliet and. Uh, Shane Vansaggy, I don't know how to pronounce his last <laughs> name. But they all played really well um, against MSU. And I, I thought it was a really interesting game. And you could really see MSU working really hard to capitalize on their opportunities. And for a while, I did not think that they were going to win against the NTDP. But they came through and were playing super strong game.
2: Do you think with the missing pieces like Ike, Trey, and like Tomy, do you think that was a difference in that game? Do you think MSU would have played a lot better, or do you think it would the score would have been different if those guys played as well? Or do you think, I mean, they won the game by three goals, but do you think it would be? A, do you think Nightingale would have a different approach to this game if they were in the game?
1: I think Ike would have definitely made a difference. I think he's such a really strong player and a really um, influential player uh, on that top line uh, up there with Carson and Danny. Uh, he plays really well, and so Tanner Kelly was moved up to the top line. And actually Tiernan Shouty was playing with two um, line mates who were not a part of his normal line. So the the fourth line was a little, like, kind of mixed up around there. And our fourth line, as we know, is our really aggressive line. Uh, fast, really very fast, small, line. fast, aggressive guys. They're one
2: of the more fun lines to watch. They're, yeah. they're yeah. a very fun, they're they a very fun a really, line to watch. They play a real fun type of yeah. hockey. I like that. And
1: they would have been incredibly useful um, during this, I think, during the NTDP game. But... Um, uh so, so the other guys were moved up so it was just Tiernan and Choudy um left um and so Tommy Manisa would have definitely made an impact down there especially with his speed he's one of our faster players and uh, I think he could have definitely given some of the NTP guys a run for their money um so I think there was a miss and of course Luca De, pa- De Pasqua was in net and he did a phenomenal job um he was doing really well and in the final 5 minutes of the game John Moore made his college hockey debut Wow! as a senior. <laughs> never seen a game of play, and he made his college hockey debut for five minutes. He did let in a goal oh. during that time. Um, <laughs> <Well>. <laughs> but he had never played before, and afterwards it was really sweet. All the guys came up, and they all hugged him, um, and they gave him some big hugs, and there was a nice little Swayman-Olmark-esque goalie um, hug afterwards and Nightingale came and, and shook his hand and it was it was really sweet and I believe he was on the Adam Nightingale show last night as well for his five minute <laughs> you know,
0: There you go. In an <laughs> exhibition. Game. There you go. Hey, it doesn't matter. So Michigan State will start off its second half of the of their regular season this weekend going at Penn State. But we will not be back with another broadcast until next weekend when they face off against the Michigan Wolverines. We are now going to move on to the main event that happened over winter break, the World Junior Classics. This was a great one for USA as they ended up taking gold in this one. They won the championship game against Sweden 6-2. Isaac Howard and Trey Augustine of Michigan State went absolutely ballistic this whole world, Juniors. Isaac Howard in the last game had two goals in the second period. Really gave, mo- really gave Team USA momentum there to close it out. And Trey Augustine, for the four games that he played, he missed the first two, I believe, because he was injured. So Fowler started the first two games of group play, but Augustine came back in, and he was a, of course, as always, a brick wall. Um, I Do you guys want to talk? I want to talk a little bit more about how well Isaac Howard and Trey Augustine did in these World Juniors, because I think it's going to help. Uh, MSU momentum a lot going into this regular season, oh, er, going sure. into this next uh, half of the season for them. I mean, especially for Isaac Howard. He was second in points on uh, Team USA behind Cutter Gautier.
1: I mean, Isaac Howard was insane. I, I forget who it was. I feel like it was maybe Split and Chicklets who posted. They posted a video of Isaac Howard from the draft where they were interviewing him about his outfit. He, used he, the, he
2: said he was the best looking guy. He, and
1: they were like, talk us through your outfit. He was like, I knew I wanted to wear a turtleneck. And he was like, and what other time would you wear a white suit? He was like, I'm the best looking guy here. So he's like, so I had to be the best dressed too. <laughs> and the, I think I think the caption was like, how did we not think that he was going to be like an absolute rocket at, you know, the world. The Rangers. confidence
0: on that guy is absolutely insane. The swagger's up There's there. There's a and- reason they call him the Iceman. <laughs>
1: like you can't say that in like during the NHL, you say that you're like the hottest guy there during the NHL draft or and the best dress, and then just not go insane in an actual tournament
2: i think another reason why they he was selected to join that team is because they saw the draft outfit and he had a usa buckle for his uh <laughs> for his belt and it was very it was very you could easily see it i mean he showed it off when he was he was walking up to get his jersey from the, when he was drafted by the lightning and I'm the best-looking guy here, so I figured I'd be the I'd be the best-dressed one he al- too. That he guy also said
1: something that. cocky about the Lightning having the best taste in draft picks. He was like, <laughs> oh, "They always had the best draft picks," and I was like, "I mean, wow. when they have
0: when they had Stevie Y running their organization for the couple years that he built those uh, back-to-back-to-back Stanley Cup uh, teams, uh, you could you could say they do <laughs> draft pretty good. Oh yeah, I mean, making three consecutive Stanley Cups is already as hard as it is, but I mean, Stevie Y has definitely done it." Um, but Trey Augustine too. Um, I was we talked about this a couple of weeks ago. I was really I really thought that Jacob Fowler was gonna be netminder one for uh World Juniors when they announced the roster. Um I thought he's shown a lot more consistent play uh than Trey Augustine had because of that rough uh start to the season that Augustine had. Um Fowler I thought had a little bit better uh full work or uh resume than augustine did but they went with augustine and i gotta say this guy did not he did not disappoint and i mean we we know how good he has been since that october since the start of the season and he's just been continuing to keep it up and i he is really definitely going to be important for us if he if we want to make any sort of tournament run and especially going into this last stretch of the season too where we're only five points behind Wisconsin and two games ahead. It's really going to come down to which one of these, which one, of, if us or Wisconsin, is going to drop a game here, or there.
2: I mean, we would have the. I mean, we beat Wisconsin twice. I think we play them again in March.
0: We do play them as the last regular season series. That so could be a series. It that, could be a chance. That could come down. That could come down to the regular Big Ten regular season. Championship. I believe
2: right now, no bias here. Michigan State and Wisconsin are the two clear best teams I've seen play in Minnesota maybe up there too.
0: But. Jimmy 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 Snuggerund is willing Minnesota hockey back into uh oh, back yeah. into contention a <laughs> every, little bit. Every post. other
1: word oh, out of the broadcaster's mouth during um during the WJC's were Snuggerud and Snuggerood
0: Gautier. I mean, did you see they the, didn't say any I, words?
1: I, except for Isaac Did Howlett. you see the
0: weekend Snuggerud had this past one against Colorado College?
1: No. It
0: was like Six goals in two games Or something crazy like that Maybe six points But he he went absolutely ballistic Coming back from World Juniors On Colorado College I mean I
1: feel like that's what A lot of guys do Once they come back I mean they're just pumped up Because they just won gold medals In like the biggest tournament um, That they can play in And you know You come back to their teams And all of a sudden You're not playing against The best players in the country You're playing against like You're playing against Colorado College
2: But they still still lost To Colorado College. College They gave up. They lost six to four the first game. So, oh, maybe m- maybe. Jimmy
1: needs to do a little more. He maybe needs to do
2: a li- Maybe needs to score eight goals in the weekend <laughs> rather than six goals. Maybe, but I mean, this this whole tournament made me proud to bleed red, white, and blue. I mean, to, the passion on these kids who are playing for their who went off to Sweden to play for their country. I mean, it was exciting to see. I mean, and again, Trey. I think this is a huge confidence booster because he looked so good in net that the the knockout rounds he just looked so good and and esp- and especially um for usa i've never rooted for michigan players for uh wolverine players so much <laughs> oh, i for sure watching rudger mcgrordy uh in the penalty box dancing to the swedes <laughs> booing him i mean that was <laughs> that made me proud to be an american
1: I,
0: <laughs> we haven't talked about that championship game yet and the Ending of that uh, championship game too, with 30 seconds left, uh, Sweden did not seem to like uh, USA's attitude uh, after they won the uh, after they made the game 6-2. There was a little bit of a little bit of a scrap in the end between USA and Sweden, but I can't remember who said it. But one of them had a, an amazing quote. Uh, they said to themselves before the game, "It's always fun to be the villain," and they just the USA rode on that. Oh, and they played the villain well. They perfectly. beat and they absolutely beat down Sweden in their home. On their home ice too Basically I
1: mean I I don't think Going into this game Or going into this tournament That I was expecting You know The medal winners To be The medal winners Like I was not I was expecting You know I was like Ah You know Canada's gonna it's go It's to the, be Canada Canada's yeah. gonna go For the 3 P. No way you're gonna have Macklin Celebrini And not get a medal Um, Well it, we saw how that happened And
2: Canada You could really tell They were missing players I mean Connor Bedard Adam, Adam Fantilli They could have played But yeah. they didn't play
1: Yeah my dad and, was like They're just a one-trick horse Like <laughs> they <laughs> and their one trick is Connor Bernard.
0: <laughs> yeah, we were just gonna touch on that. Uh, Canada definitely did had a really rough go in the WJC. Um, it started in group play. They, uh, I, we just talked about what team they got absolutely whooped by early in group play. Um, it was, I believe, six to two against Sweden. Right?
1: Yeah, I think Sweden. Yeah, Sweden was a big loss. And
0: so there was, um, obviously there was a lot of cause for concern in Canada. Uh, the uh, we had a USA Canada scrimmage before. Um, World Junior Classics actually started And USA ended up coming out top But it was a lot closer It was a lot closer than um, What Canada seemed to have done To uh, other teams here And then uh, Czech Republic Or uh, Czechia Sorry um, Comes in and absolutely shocks them In quarterfinals And ends up beating them The advance to semis I mean That's not something you really see Is Canada Losing in the quarterfinals Usually you see them Semifinals Finals Competing for gold this Canada team's, con- is it, it is it Canada's time? Is it over? Do we think their reign of hockey supremacy?
2: I, I wouldn't get. I I don't know yet. I mean, they're always going to produce some very good talents. Very, I mean, Mac Mac is a future number one overall pick. They're going to produce talent, but I think when you say is it time, do you mean like like the consistent?
0: Do Do we think there's going to be other countries? Challenging Canada oh, consistently a lot more I than think, I they think, really have been in the past couple of years.
2: I think the European countries like Finland and Sweden. I think those two teams could take the number one. Maybe the United States can stay up. I think. I think for right now, I think Canada will stay up there. I don't think they'll fall a lot. I think if they fall, they're going to still be in the top three, top four teams in the world or countries that produce the hockey, the best hockey players in the world. But I mean, I'll. It's a. There's a. I've noticed it. For a long time, the European countries are really rising to the top as the contenders. The North American teams are kind of skidding a little bit of a plateau for the United States in my opinion. They still produce some very good talent, but it's not top tier talent. We see a lot., um, we see a lot more, we'll see a lot more of the top tier talent coming from those European countries. And who knows? Chechia might be a top country now because I mean, after this, I mean, this is just young. This is a young group of guys can can't imagine what they're going to be in five, ten years if they make it out of Europe.
1: Yeah, I mean, I honestly, this all has me thinking that Canada, like the, the the where Canada is heading, hockey Canada is, is is almost similar to how I feel the University of Michigan is going. Really, they mm. had some really good players. Funnily enough, this same exact player, Adam Fantilli. Um, And they were You know Kind of the big dogs For a really long time But now they're getting challenged And like I'm not saying that Canada's Mid Is bad Canada's mid Is still a lot better than You know 80% of the Teams in the tournament Um, And you know Michigan's mid Is still better You know Is still top 15 In the country
2: I mean Canada's prime Was like The 2010s I mean Now those guys are old Like Sidney Crosby for, for an example, an absolute Canada legend in the Olympics, winning mm-hmm. gold in overtime in 2010 against the United mm. States. I mean, there's, I mean, these players who have been, so, who, who have in the NHL who are like legendary status, I mean, they're, they're old. I mean, 30s now. So that's something to take in consideration. But forget, don't forget that, I mean, Canada like still has Connor, these young guys still have like Connor Bedard. I'm gonna say him a lot because he's <laughs> he's one of the one of the best pro, probably the best prospect we've ever seen in hockey nowadays. So I mean, their talent is still there, but they it's, don't have
1: it internationally.
2: That's true. That's
1: they true. only have yeah. it in the NHL, and so they don't have it available for their international competitions, which makes you know hockey Canada look kind of mid. But then you consider you know the top goal sc- and then scorers you put you put all, all these these teams, yeah, and
0: then you put all these teams on Olymp- and you put all these players on Olympic teams, you know. No holds bar age wise, and they yeah. they're probably still going to the finals.
1: Oh, if, for sure.
0: If you if you get a whole if you get an all Canada team, I think
1: you who could. Who would possi- be the
0: goalie on the all Canada team? That is a great question. Actually, I'm not I'm not entirely sure who would be. If you asked me this like
2: five ten years ago, I would t- I would say Carey Price with no with no hesitation. Oh, no doubt. Yeah, no hesitation. I mean, that guy.
1: Bro's making like ten million a year, and he doesn't <laughs> even live in Quebec. <laughs> He lives in British Columbia. He sold his Quebec house.
0: Yeah, I, I mean, there they probably would not have a netminder, but uh, Everywhere else, <laughs> they would just be stacked from top to bottom.
2: This that's kind of like that, That's the Edmonton Oilers, right there. It is the Edmonton Oilers. <laughs> not for not recently from but Canada
0: too. Exactly. <laughs> there you go. All right, we are. That is going to wrap up for our college segment. We are now going to move on to the big chunk of this episode here. The NHL, a lot has happened since we have been gone from break, but one huge thing that has happened is now the Winnipeg Jets lead the entire NHL in points. They have been on an absolute tear these last 13 games, going 11-0-2. They just had a 5-0 win against the Columbus Blue Jackets. They play again tomorrow against the Chicago Blackhawks, so it's probably going to be 12-0-2 12-0-2 and two, uh, in the next days. But, man, I absolutely did not expect this from the Winnipeg Jets this year. I I remember hearing about... I thought they were going to end up a middle-of-the-pack team this year. I thought uh, Sheffley and Hellebuck were both going to be on the trading block by this time. Probably, I thought they were going to be the trade deadline big moves for any team that was looking to compete um, I especially thought he was gonna end up coming. Hellebuck was gonna come to Detroit, but that's that that's be neither nice? that is neither here nor there. Both they both got signed to huge extensions over the offseason a week about a week before the NHL season, and boy are those paying off. And right now they are sitting comfortably in a playoff spot, and it, it's not just one guy who is doing it. They have ten plus players. They have ten players with twenty points right now on their team, and only three players who are in negatives on plus minus. It, and not to mention it's also Connor Hellebuck in net who is right now serving a point nine point nine two three save percentage and I mean, he's on my
1: fantasy team
2: <laughs> I mean obviously I think uh Connor Hellebuck should be the Vezina favorite right now I mean that he has played out of his mind these past 13 games I mean he I mean that could be a huge tone setter for this team obviously but I mean you take a look at this you take a look at this roster there's just, it's just there's no name to me that just stands out as like oh he's oh, he's like the clear best player in the league. It's all consistency. And a lot of players who have shown that they I mean only, only you said only 3 players in plus minus are negative.
0: Yeah, I mean, only 3 players on their team are negative. You're
2: talking about that with Vancouver I mean before Vancouver kind of hit a plateau too. We were talking about Vancouver uh, as like that team who has consistency across the board Elias Petterson was number one uh in points and then Quinn Hughes was number one in points for defensive players so I mean up and down the board I mean it's all consistency and I think that is going to be the, the trend this year for who for how a team is going to buckle up and make a Stanley Cup run in in the spring in April but right now I I, I mean also could be coaching too Rick Bonus, future uh former Dallas Stars um coach he i I feel like i mean he's got the experience he knows how to build a consistent team and i feel like that's been paying off super that's been a superb uh job by him so far i mean in january right now we got three months to go but right now they're sitting comfortably
0: yeah i mean like you said um i i do agree with you on the fact that i think this year it's definitely going to be a consistency thing for the team that wins the stanley cup and not a um you know you have one guy who can go out there and absolutely dominate a game um, but and and, and we and, saw
2: that last year too when Vegas went on that run they yeah. had i mean i mean you have jack eichel and but then you also have Alex Petrangelo and you have Mark Stone, the captain Vegas, Vegas and, so. Vegas and Florida. Marcia's Vegas so.
0: and Florida too. I mean, it wasn't just Matty Tkachuk who was going absolutely ballistic for them. They I mean, had Sam Reinhardt, the... Carter Verhage, Carter Hage, Hage, yeah. Who was going absolutely, absolutely ridiculous? Sergey Bobrovsky went absolutely ballistic in net as well. Bob. it was <laughs> I I mean, I I think it is I think it's gonna be the same way this playoffs too, where if you have the best all around team you're gonna it, win.
2: I think who is ever as well coached will also get there. I mean, obviously Bruce Cassidy' first year in Vegas takes his team to the final and wins it. So yeah. that's a. I mean, and it's it was cool because game five he he put the OG starting five who've been on, uh in game five to put uh, who've been there since uh, they were they were a team. So I mean, like yeah. I said, I'm gonna defend this, but I mean whoever's the most well coached and who has the best roster all around. I think wins the stanley cup and it's going to be like that for a long time i think
0: i i think they could 100 percent do it at this point i mean looking at looking at the western conference right now really your only four contenders or i would say five would be vegas winnipeg colorado dallas and vancouver the the colorado one i'm a little bit I'm a little bit shaky on. I'm not sure. I'm not sure what uh, L A is there too. Yes, the six, six teams. I forgot about L A. But the the Colorado one, I'm a little bit shaky on. I'm questionable about their depth. Obviously, we, obviously we know how amazing their top line is. It's one of the best in all of hockey. But and I mean, we don't know what Gorgiev we're gonna get. He's been really inconsistent this year, and their uh, depth has also been really hit or miss as well too. And
1: I, I feel like it. I. I, I, maybe it's just I'm a goaltending junkie but like I feel like consistency and goaltending is such a huge thing because you oh, saw yeah. in the playoffs last year Bobrovsky was like a literal god in net Um you you got so many teams and like you're seeing with Winnipeg right now Hellebuck is it, always there yes Vancouver Demco is always in net and and it's they're just consistently showing up Dallas has Ottinger um it's the teams that are have a goalie that's always that's gonna be just a wall.
2: That that could build confidence for teams too. They don't have to worry about like being in the being in the defensive zone and having to worry about your goalie. And that's, I mean, Aiden Hill. No one talks about him. He's a Vezina favorite right now. I mean, he has mm-hmm. a he has a he averages .91 goals. I mean, goals allowed per game at that in the NHL stats. Yeah, that uh, with a goalie who has played started more than thirteen games. So, I mean. I'm looking at the I'm looking at it right now. I mean, Vegas has seen as very I mean, this is not the same Vegas team we obviously saw who won the first eleven games, who hasn't who wouldn't lose a regular season game for the first what was it, twelve it was something
0: ridiculous to but start. The, twelve or eleven, yeah.
2: They're still twenty three and twelve. I mean, they kind of they're no longer the team we saw earlier, but they're still up there. And when I said Vancouver showed inconsistency, it was like the past couple of games where I saw six goals given up. Or four goals, mm-hmm. three goals. I mean, that's. I mean, obviously they're leading comfortably right now. Not comfortably, but they're you, they're they're a couple games. They ahead have of.
0: they got they got six points ahead of Vegas right now, and Vegas only has one game in hand over
2: Vancouver. Exactly.
0: So co- somewhat comfortably in the one seat in the Pacific right
1: now. And I mean, I feel like you're just you're seeing some um, teams that are you know iffy. Like I mean, I go back to the Devils and the Oilers good 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 teams inconsistent goaltending. atrocious <laughs> goaltending. More, more like it.
0: Yeah, tell um,
2: me about that with Detroit. I mean,
0: <sighs> we're going to get on that later. <laughs> but um moving on, we are going to talk about a huge contract extension that came up recently. William or Nylander or got paid 8 years, 92 million dollar extension from the Toronto Maple Leafs. I mean, everyone saw this money coming. I don't think I would have expected. I don't think I would have expected Toronto to actually do it. I I
1: I didn't expect it. I thought for so sure one of the core was leaving. Here
0: Here's my Here's my thing. They now have how much of their salary cap into four players? It's it got to be at least 70% of their cap. Yeah, if not that. more, if not more, and four players. Again, this has been the problem with the Maple Leaves every single year since this core four has started. There is absolutely no depth on this team, and, 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 and you're
2: just and you just extend. And someone, now you're paying. You're granted, paying someone ninety-two million dollars for William
0: eight. Nylander. He is having an absolutely phenomenal for year. Absolutely. He deserves every single cent of that contract extension that he got. But then you
2: start to question the future with.
0: Exactly. all those other Paying the other
2: guys And then you have to worry about You have to worry about Filling
0: out the rest of a roster That can get you to a Stanley Cup And we've clearly seen That this recipe That uh, Toronto has been trying to use Over the past couple years Of really leaning on this core four And you know Just having whatever uh, Out there for the rest of the lines It's really not working And
1: I I Especially because Mitch is up for contract I, I, talks.
0: I would have thought they would have traded Marner. Um, honestly, I right now I would probably take Nylander over Marner. Um,
1: I was sure that one of the core five h- had to financially. Yeah, I think one of, of the five. I think one go.
0: of them still has. I and think one of them get, still has to go.
1: They can't get rid of R- Mo Riley because you know, as much as he's, as much as I don't like Mo Riley, <laughs> Um, he's like he's the only the compet- only he's competent, only the competent defense, defen-
0: defender they have on their team.
1: Like he's
0: the he I, is the blue line. I think it's gonna I think it's gonna be Marner is gonna
1: really. Get traded. I didn't think so because I thought the hometown, you know, story I get that, but because I just JD. don't think there's
0: any way they can pay all four of those guys that much money and. Still have a it. It's like the Phoenix Suns Paying all ev- their money To Bradley Bill Kevin Durant And Devin Booker They are still a meddling 500 team This is a little bit Less of an extreme example Of that Because they're 21 and 10 And third in the Atlantic Right now But
1: I think they're just gonna ask Everybody else to Can you just play for free <laughs> like, <laughs> Can you just Volunteer
0: You're gonna make 10 dollars a week You're and gonna
2: make uh, 10 an hour so. We're
0: gonna give you Minimum wage <laughs> And let's not even Get started right now With their goaltending problems that they've been having as of late That's, since Joseph they, Wall has been out. They've been they like they have a no new guy one in goaltending. Week. They have no one in net. And so, uh, granted, I think they are banking on Joseph Wall ended up ending up being their guy. He was playing really well he before he got injured. Phenomenal. But man i I really don't know what they're going to do about this cap space situation. And I really think they're not going to have if they want to if they want to be able to field a legit. Stanley Cup contending team more depth they need more depth absolutely more depth, more depth. and, and they, I, they I, I think no the way they're right going to do that is by they're going to have to move Marner if they want any wiggle room and, also, and I think that's what they're going to end up I, I mean, I feel like, like that's what they're going to end up they doing they
2: clearly trust Nylander more than Marner at this point if they gave Nylander that contract extension right there but I mean as much as I mean the, the NHL is a business I mean as, as rough it is as it is to leave like your hometown team I mean like a lot a lot of people don't care the the wrong the the wrong people who are at the top run who are in the organization you're just a number and that's that's something that i've hated for a long time when it comes to money it's just that or as a player like you could be shipped off to a team like whenever and allegedly
1: wool is back that was my
0: allegedly, allegedly. Allegedly,
1: he's back on the ice, and okay, they put Samsonov in the AHL. Yes, because he's been playing horrible. They brought him back up, so I think they're gonna have him back up. Um, so there's Wohl. it's gonna be
0: Wall and then Samsonov as they're still gonna roll with Samsonov and and Ned as backup.
1: I, I, yeah, I, I want to. <laughs> s- they got it. Put Wolf well, first. I mean they gotta
0: put someone else out there in some, my opinion. Some
1: How some about better, Martin Jones, be who's
0: been significantly better than uh Samsonov has been as of late. But yeah,
1: I mean I don't even know what they're on over there.
0: <laughs> it, uh, the the last thing I wanna talk about on this is, you know, there are a lot of other forwards out there who are looking for huge contract extensions too. Um Jason Robertson is gonna be one of them at some point. I'm <laughs> he pretty sure he's it. <laughs> gonna I'm pretty sure He's going to end up staying in Dallas. Um, the Leon Drysaitel that I know is still looming over the Oilers. They're going to have to figure out what to do with his contract. What I I want to think, I I feel like this Willie, William Nylander or Nylander contract puts a lot of teams, especially the Oilers, in a really tough situation. Especially with you know the fact that they have to pay. They're going to have to pay Drysaitel, and I think they're going to have to decide if they're. I I don't know if they can have that much money tied up between both McDavid and Drysidel to continue. They, I think I think it's the same problem as Toronto's having right now. I don't think they have they don't have enough depth clearly to field a really good team around them. So, I feel like I wouldn't I and they can't obviously they can't rebuild in a period like this when you have two of the best like top 3 best players in the NHL on your team right now.
1: I so. wouldn't be surprised if I saw dry side will leave with I, the troubles that the oilers have been h- having and with mcdavid's you know kind of anger towards it i wouldn't be surprised to see. i think it's gotten a lot
0: better now since um their coach got fired and they've been they're back in the playoffs right now they've been on an absolute heater as of late um and find themselves back in the playoffs but i'm not sure how much that's gonna matter if they don't go on a deep playoff run or at least make a stanley cup because, I mean, at we'll this point, decision, they've been it, doing this exactly. for how many years now? And they still haven't gotten the result they wanted? And, I mean...
2: I mean, how long do you think the, they have to have a decision for? I mean, like, do you think this will loom into the off season If I mean, if Edmonton makes the playoffs and they don't go far, do you think that's a, a key indicator of the decision? That I they think make that's going to
0: be a key indicator. Um, I, I'm not sure. I think they're going to have to look at this season as a whole instead of... Um. just uh, they had the crappy start and then they came back and uh, had an amazing run. I think they really have to look at this full face and say, we are supposed to be a Stanley Cup contending team. We have the greatest player in the NHL on our team. We have arguably a top three player in the NHL saucing the puck next to him. It, it, it should be Stanley Cup or Bust for this team and they haven't even made a Stanley Cup final yet.
1: And that's got to be frustrating if you have Two of the top two of is the that top year. forwards. That if I was McDavid and I'd been in the league for eight years now, I'd be I'd be pretty pissed that, you know, you are the best player in the NHL.
2: And you're not getting rewarded and for how well you have
1: doing. no I'm, proof on your team. Sure he's got all the hardware. He's got, you know, every award and you know, short, the most short for the North Vesna. He's, he's
0: gunning for another heart at this point. He is hogging down got, everyone um, in points. Throw
1: yeah. him in net and you get the Vesna. I mean, <laughs> but he his team is nothing to show for it no and i mean drysidle's got to feel the same way drysidle in the shadow of mcdavid no doubt
2: i feel like if i were in drysidle's position i would kind of want the spotlight if i'm that talented but i mean this i mean this team has like you said two of the top two of the top 3 players in the league and you have nothing to show for it i mean
1: and i mean you're going to have to pay drysidle at least as much as you're paying Nylander.
0: Exactly. If not more.
1: If, n- you're gonna if
0: not probably more.
1: Baseline, you're going to have to pay him. <laughs>
0: at the
2: same
1: amount. Same as really no. Nylander, because no doubt-
0: Sidle's last contract extension was, uh, it was eight years, $68 million. Nylander got eight years, 92,
1: 92. No doubt. He's his gonna- agents are taking notes, and they're yeah. like, well, we need at least as much as Nylander, because if the Oilers aren't going to pay it, I- they're going to find some, someone, find else, someone will, else who's going to pay Someone else it. will pay that much for Leon Dreissel. They're going to find someone. And I think that it's going to come down to, like, are the Oilers actually making substantial changes that bring them closer to a playoff, or are they doing the Toronto Maple Leafs thing where they're not making consistent changes in the off season or, like, relevant changes that move them forward, but this rather is, just, like,
0: it's just the definition of insanity for both of these teams. Canada's just
1: crazy. Just an absolute <laughs> mess.
0: Good thing they have Winnipeg and Vancouver to oh, make up I,
1: for it. No, well, and then the Calgary I saw I saw a meme and it was about it was right after Connor Bedard's injury and they were like, um it said like Chicago just dressed an AHL lineup and still beat the Calgary Flames. <sighs> They literally just dressed their. They've AHL been dressing team. In an
0: NHL lineup for like weeks now. At this point, it, it's been AHL yeah. and Connor Bedard, and now it's no Connor Bedard, all AHL. Team. <laughs> That's all it is. That's how the Montreal
1: Canadiens were. <laughs> all
0: right, we are going to move on from the Willie Nylander situation to something that has been my favorite NHL story of the entire year because of how insane it is. As most people know. Cutter Gauthier was just recently traded to the Anaheim Ducks for Jamie Jamie and a second round pick, and no report came out before this trade. Uh, they released happened.
1: the statement while the Flyers were actively losing to the <laughs> Pittsburgh Penguins, and this, then continued to lose the game. Yeah, this was this was an
0: absolute bombshell. This was a guy who just led the USA in points in the World Juniors led them to a gold medal, and now all of a sudden, Philly wasted a top five pick on him, and now all of a sudden, they're trading this guy away for a defender and a second round pick. And then more stories start coming out from the Flyers organization as to why he got traded. Um, The GM, I believe it was, came out, talked to the media, said, Cutter Gauthier told us he wanted to be a Flyer at draft, and that he was at the draft, and he was built to be a Flyer. And then over the course of a couple months, something had changed and at some, and he told them he didn't want to be a flyer and just stopped having contact with them. And it got so bad at one point that they went to Sweden to watch him in the World Juniors and his agent told, told them, he's not speaking with you guys at all.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, they like totally cut contact he, yeah he said in an interview about getting he was like i grew up he's like he grew up a penguins fan and he was like when i was drafted by the flyers he's like i knew that wouldn't roll over well um yeah i did see that it's not It's not. i feel like it's not a choice <laughs> i feel like the draft is like dude i know <laughs> i think
0: you know my conspiracy is this guy did not want to play for torts
1: it no, has to be. He did I not want to play for Torch. I don't think Torch wanted him to play for him. I mean, the, the things you say saying in, in the press conference, he was like, you know, if Cutter I, doesn't want to play for us, we don't want him to play I for us. I could not tell exactly.
0: Cutter Gauthier from a hole in the wall is one of my favorite quotes of all time. Yeah,
1: he was just so, <laughs> he was, he was so done with Cutter and he just, there, I think, because they were holding out on Cutter for a while. I think they had, they were, so it what it sounded like, what.
0: Some of the reports sounded like it was that Cutter was frustrated that they did not uh, offer him last spring when he was done because um, of bonus overages in the spring, and so he thought he was ready to go up. I think they were saying they wanted him to take another year in college, and I guess there was a disagreement at that point. Um, but yeah, I mean that's so far what we've heard. Apparently, Cutter goes to his camp is going to, need to be talking to the media in the next few days and giving their side of the story. So maybe we can, maybe we can piece something together for this. But this is, this is the most insane thing I, I've i heard from,
1: I've heard in a while. I was sitting in the dining hall. I was sitting in Landon dining hall, um, <laughs> Monday night, um, eating chicken tenders. And, uh, I opened my Instagram to see bar down saying, <laughs> Jamie Drysdale was traded to the Philadelphia Flyers. It's nuts. And I was like, no, he wasn't. No, he wasn't. <laughs> it's, this is
0: absolutely insane. For one, I mean, good on the Ducks. They got a really good forward right now. In Cutter I mean, Gautier. the that Flyers a, got a really, really good Anaheim next year, you throw Cutter Gautier
1: in that lineup, yeah, but that offense is going to be ridiculous.
0: Fair enough. They're still young. They still got time. But...
1: Jamie Drysdale was their own defense.
0: <laughs> Jamie Drysdale was their defense.
1: I mean, we but, saw that last year when he was gone. There was nothing back there. True.
0: But I mean, I I actually cannot and then all Kevin Hayes was thrown into the situation. Yeah, they thought he, he was had hitting, something to do with hitting, it. Like, he was getting death, death threats. threats. This is this is actually the most insane story I've heard in a long time. This is
1: top tier. Kevin Hayes was like, I don't even play for them. <laughs> like,
0: What did I have to do with it? Because
1: he Hayes is at the blues now and they were like, he influenced.
0: He went cu- to BC, he, he played for Cutter. the Flyers. There has to be something. He there. influenced Cutter to
1: to to request getting traded and I don't know. But the Flyers were talking in all the, in their press conferences and about I think Tort said it and he was like, you know, it's not often that you see you know, Jamie Drysdale caliber player up You're on the right. market,
0: and they really do need a puck moving defenseman on that team right yeah, now. Yeah,
1: they were they were They're, saying, you know, uh, he's a 21 year old defenseman. He's you know just coming off a big injury, but they, he's of course playing well. They might still well. end up
0: trading Travis Sangheim too. So I mean, that's a guy who you could really just fill in that role, and you get something for Sanheim.
1: I mean, he's playing. You know, ever since he came back from his in- uh, injury, Drysdale's been playing really phenomenally. I mean, he's been a Talk on uh, during Ducks broadcast They'll they'll mention his name every other word Um, And he's Just been playing at a really high caliber so I didn't think That the Ducks were going to trade him because Of how well he's doing for their Their back line Um, but I think that this is a great move for Philly Especially because Philly's in a playoff Spot currently yeah
2: exactly I mean
1: They are only making good moves for the playoffs. I mean, Cutter Gauthier was like, I don't want to play for the Flyers. Well, joke's on you. Now you have to play for the Anaheim Ducks. Like, I cannot wait for Cutter
0: Gauthier's first game in Wells Fargo Center. Oh, that's going to be <laughs> I interesting. I cannot that's wait gonna for be... it.
1: What if, He's scored, like, is like, going if he to scores here. a hat trick? Oh,
0: my God, dude. Like, that be it's insane. It's like when
1: DeBrinket went back to Ottawa and he got like the booze. This is...
0: It, like, he's
1: gonna, he's gonna this come is into gonna Wells be worse. Fargo. He's this played, is gonna be worse. And they're gonna literally assault This him. is gonna be worse. <laughs> just to note,
2: Cutter has already played the villain role. What makes you think he can't play it again if he goes back to uh, Wells fair Fargo? Enough. He's like
1: he's like jokes you guys, I just got a gold medal. Fair <laughs> enough. Fair i got enough. more
2: hardware than you'll have in the next twenty
1: he's years. He's like, I <laughs> might have to go back to college. He's like, but at least <laughs> I have a gold medal.
0: <laughs> no, I I'm just I was so shocked by the situation. I'm loving everything that gets unfolded more and more. We're going to hear. We are, we are not done with this either because we still have not heard from Cutter Grotier's camp whatsoever. So they're going to come out very soon, I think, and start talking. I
1: imagine that this was kind of like just out of the blue for them because it was yeah. definitely not. It seemed
0: like they had been working on this trade for months and they finally got something, which is very, I mean, I'm surprised it stay, it stayed as quiet as it did. For as long as it seemed that they've been Gosh, working for this trade, not no no one around the league said anything about this, which is really shocking.
1: Yeah, no nobody knew, and then they said that Jamie came available and they took yeah. Jamie. So because Jamie had to be offered pretty pretty recently. I mean,
0: honestly, yeah, I I'm sure Coming out of it, I'm sure they got, I'm sure they were gonna, I'm sure they were starting to get calls about. You know, Cutter Gauthier. After I mean, I'm sure leading World the Genius league, after like, leading Team USA in points and to a gold medal, I'm sure that I'm sure that phone was pretty hot yeah, afterwards. I'm, on oh yeah. I, Gautier I, I just want
1: to. I'm thinking about the other teams in the league that were probably putting their hand in for him, and it could have been a really different story
0: if I heard Detroit was in there and they didn't pull the trigger. I would be very
1: upset. Who would they trade? Who do they have that's Cutter Gauthier caliber? I don't know, but
0: <laughs> we could have found something. Maybe. Maybe a, maybe a, maybe a boatload of picks. Maybe a, <laughs> maybe a couple extra picks. Yeah. Instead of Jamie Drysdale, offer a first-rounder and a second-rounder. Yeah. I think you could I think you could get him for that.
1: One time I got really bored so I made an elite trade like three-way trade that would solve all the pr- problems in the NHL. Um in according to me. Let's hear it. Um I know that Jamie Drysdale I had Jamie Drysdale going to the Going to the Maple Leafs, mm-hmm. and I had Marner going to the Ducks. Okay, I there was the Canadians were involved. I don't know how. <laughs> oh, ca- their Canadians pick I think went to the Ducks. Okay, or maybe the Ducks. <laughs> I don't, Mitch
2: Marner and a pick. That's I, not, that's not a terrible It was like three way trade. It was
1: it was a th- it was insane. I was, <laughs> but I think it firmly could have. Out, but then you know Fantilli was picked, and it was like all crazy because I thought the Ducks were gonna go for Fantilli, and the Ducks didn't go for Fantilli. Like, and they went for Carlson, and it, was, it messed it up.
2: Now, wow. do you now? I mean, if somehow Cutter made it to the Red Wings, do you think since Philly would be in a playoff spot? Philly's in a playoff spot, so do you think they would want a player from from Detroit? That's, that's a, the thing. That's another thing. I don't. I Maybe if Detroit was in the mix and. I mean, they were offered. I mean, Philly offered to give him a player. I mean, Detroit. I don't know rather, who we could
0: have offered right now that in a, would not. We're have, in a tight. We're in a tight yeah, elected Conference. That's the I thing. Mean, we don't want to. I would not give away. I don't know who we that. could trade. Who. Like would not absolutely destroy the motion that we have going right now with this team. The Red Wings need every player
1: that they have. Yeah, <laughs>
0: honestly, we need. A l- well, some we don't need, um, like our crappy goaltenders that we've been having over the past couple of weeks. But um, that's neither here nor there. We're getting <laughs> um, try, we're getting Trey Augustine in a couple. I, so I God, I cannot dude, wait. It's gonna be so I good. I actually
2: cannot wait. I'm so glad. Stanley Cup contenders
0: it. at that point.
2: Um. Anyway, and, and it's good he's playing in in college because he has years to develop. I mean, he's, oh, yeah. he'll have uh, that under his belt. and He has. Trey's gonna medal. be He's gonna be insane by the time he's, he's a gonna junior. be nuts.
0: He's gonna be nuts. But that is a perfect segue to our next segment here. We are actually going to talk about the Red Wings. Uh, last time we covered this team, they had just signed Patrick Kane to a one-year deal, and he has been actually very solid so far this year for the Red Wings. He has, um, I believe, is about. 14 points in, I believe, that many games. Um, It's 14 points in 16 games so far. He's been doing really well. He has six goals, eight assists on the year. Um, But unfortunately, the Red Wings have not been too good. Uh, They went on a losing skid since he was added to the team. Um, There was a really embarrassing loss there. To San Jose, we don't we, was, we
2: don't we don't talk about that. That
0: was actually I,
2: embarrassing. I was also gonna say, don't talk about the Flyers
0: shootout win either. But that Patrick one, Kane, oh my god, if oh, if we lost that game, we would have the season would have been over. Season would have been over.
2: One of my friends went to that game and he was texting me like, "What what is hockey? This is this is, this is that sh- what
0: that game that game should have been a win." By it was over by the first period.
2: Exactly. By goals in the first period, and, and they, they still we, somehow
0: ended up having to go to shootout for this game. Yeah, that's
1: embarrassing. Yeah,
0: you're telling me. No, that <laughs> And happened. of course, yeah. we it was up. James Reimer who was in net. <laughs> that
2: happened twice. No. That happened twice against the, the Sharks. when yep. We were up four nothing, and then this one we were up five nothing, and the goalies just implode. And that, but the Red Wings at least said, "Nah, not this So time, you see, the Flyers, so. so
0: you see why I, I hate was on the Flyers begging to get uh, Connor Hellebuck
1: to yeah. Detroit,
0: and I, I was, I
1: consistent am, goaltending might help.
0: I am now more furious than ever that he signed that seven-year extension with Winnipeg. Um, he would literally solve all of our problems right now. We would be a Stanley Cup contender, I believe, if we had Connor Hellebuck in that.
2: We have one at least competent goalie. Who I mean, it could be yeah, Vili Huso. That's clear, all you need. Vili Huso clearly is a Grand Rapids Griffin from now on. But
0: at least Alex Lyon is back too, and he's been he's actually been playing really solid since I he's mean, come back from can the injury. Can we just get Prime Jimmy Howard back? Can we?
1: I think what would have been fun is if Dylan St. Cyr didn't go to the French League, instead stayed with the Griffins, and then when you know the goaltending the goaltending went to crap you know, this season. We could have it They we were like, ah, oh, let's pull up our 5'8 goaltender <laughs> and see what he does. Because I think that it would be no different than having him in it.
0: Yeah, I mean... Like,
1: I mean, they basically have an empty it's, net right now.
0: Really, all it is is Alex Lyon and net. And he's been playing phenomenal too, which I'm really glad for. But, I mean, Ville Jusso, he has been... Oh, he has been such a disappointment this year. I thought he was going to... Somewhat improve. Exactly. He had a really average year last year. I thought he was going to end up being a lot better. He has he drastic, no He's gotten worse um, this year. And James Reimer, every time he's in net, it makes me cry. Like <laughs> he is. Oh my god, James Reimer is should not be an NHL goalie. I'm so sorry, but he is just he is bad. Oh my. He goodness. is bad. Yeah. And it it is so frustrating because this team is so good and can be the first. We have not had playoff hockey in Detroit for so long. We finally have, for one, we finally have a good team and the Lions, and I can see that energy. <laughs> I see the energy around Detroit. It's nuts. Like, next Sunday for that game, it's going to be insane in Detroit. And I really wish the Red Wings could do the same for us, but Jesus, they gotta figure out this goaltending. What? And they have to figure out the defense outside of Walman and Morris Sider, because... Outside yeah, of them There's facts. not that much Defensive defensive depth
2: And I'm gonna go back To that Flyers game Because I can't stop Talking about the Flyers Clearly <laughs> um, I mean Carter Hart I think that was by far His worst ever game I've ever seen that.
1: Carter Hart once Out of Philly
2: I know he's he would be. Part, he's that. been.
0: He's been. He's been playing. He's the Carter, reason Hart, they are in are a, play, a Detroit Red He's the reason. Honestly, Carter Hart is the reason they are a playoff team right now.
2: He's. I mean, they I
0: are eight. Have a, I they Have would love to have a
2: goalie like Carter Hart. They play
0: amazing defense, and Carter Hart has been an amazing goaltender. Yeah, and they, I mean, they don't they have. don't scorers. have offense. They but have that, no offense. Okay, that game was Travis the worst. Konechny.
1: Sometimes. Yeah. They have Joel Farabee.
0: Sometimes. Sometimes. Sometimes.
1: Morgan Frost sometimes but i don't
0: think i don't think philadelphia is going to be in a position to want to trade carter hart
1: i mean no they i feel like they've been very vocal about, i mean connor carter hart's been vocal about the fact that he wants out of philly and they've been vocal about the fact that they want <laughs> him in philly <laughs> i i
0: don't think i i don't think they can pull the trigger on. i mean i know he wants to leave but
1: i mean all the rumors he like his people say like ah he doesn't want to leave but like all the rumors have been like and they've been like he wants to get he out wants out. to get out of but there. But Philly's been like, mm, we're gonna do everything we can. To
0: if Uncle keep If him. Uncle Stevie could please come in, come and clutch for us, and somehow pull out a trade for Carter Hart, I will lose. No, my I mind. think that
1: they're not gonna get rid of him because I feel the Flyers have such a thing for gingers.
0: Yeah, what are we gonna do? What if, are they gonna? Who do are we
2: gonna th- send? Are we? We're not gonna send. Uh, Go- we're gonna send Reimer over there.
0: Ghost yeah, to, send ghost- James Reimer. Finesse them.
1: Ghost to bear. Gossisbear,
0: Gossisbear, Gossisbear. But, then, he, but, then was alri- but then he was already have, a flyer. But then we have no defense. <laughs> then we really have no defense. No, but
1: you know it's like a trade back season. You know, like you can have Bear back.
0: I mean, he's not good defensively. He's minus sixteen. He just puts yeah, up a lot of points, that's but
1: terrible. <laughs> yeah,
0: but he puts up a lot of points. Yeah, but then you got to think about the fact
1: that he put up a lot of points and is still and he's negative up a lot sixteen because yeah. <laughs> he's Fair given enough, up
0: actually, a lot more than he's put yeah, up. You got me there, but. <laughs> Yeah, um, Red Wings. It, it it's good. They're still at least in the wild card hunt. Um, they are. It's a tight it's, Atlantic Division. It's like a five way tie between like, yeah, it's like a five way tie we between with five different teams for Tam- the wild card Tampa, right now.
2: I mean, I think the top two teams right now
0: are it's New York, Tampa, and then all these teams have forty four points. It's New Jersey, Washington, Pittsburgh, and us. New who Jersey forty four points. I'm gonna say no, which is a, it should not be New Jersey in Jersey? the
1: wild card race right no now, I I honestly think that they don't deserve a wild card spot <laughs> I don't think that they deserve any well actually spots. they're
0: only four they're only two points behind um, oh no New York I'm, Islanders and Philly are tied for that third metro spot
1: I used to be such a devil's you know I was rooting for them at the beginning of the season of course from that first episode but they do not deserve the satisfaction <laughs> of a playoff spot with the trash year that they've been having <laughs> and the terrible games that they've been playing. We
0: we could talk about that a little bit later, but um we're going to move on now to another different. We touched on them a little bit here, but we're now going to talk about them fully. The Edmonton Oilers, uh since firing their head coach have been have found themselves back in the playoff hunt. Um Connor McDavid has been going Absolutely ballistic since that cold start to the year he has. He is already up 255 points. Um, And he's only done that in about a 20-game span, which is absolutely ridiculous. Um, He's gunning for that heart again. Um, Leon Dryside, of course, not too far behind him. He has 43 so far on the year. But this team is they're, – they're starting to play some good hockey again. And like I said, they have found themselves – right back into the uh right back into the thick of it here. It's, I
1: mean, yeah. Uh, okay.
0: Considering from where they started,
1: yeah, they were at a This they is were ugly. this is a
0: mighty improvement from where they were at the start of the season. Does their goal does their goalminding still kind of suck? Yeah, Maybe. but Stuart Skinner has been playing a little bit better. He's now up to at least a 9, but, a 0.9 save percentage.
1: But I fear um I fear they are I mean, their best bet, I think unless they can beat out LA is a wild card.
0: Uh their best bet is going to be a wild card.
1: Yeah, like, yeah you like, I don't think that division is I don't specific. think they can have like, a don't, I,
0: I don't think they're going to have a top 3 spot in their division um with that bad of a Unless LA start.
1: drops off. Unless
0: someone implodes, but I I don't think the their division is I mean, it's going to insanely be- stacked this year that I don't they're going to have to compete for the wild card.
2: It's Vancouver, Vegas and LA. I mean if I, I could see Seattle's that. in there too. Yeah, I mean Seattle I think is going to be there for a while, I mean. They
0: they they're starting to come back too. They are on a 10-point streak I think as well. They're yeah. tied right now with Edmonton for that wild card spot. That last one.
2: Again, so it's going to be the same I thing like every time it's going to be goaltending. Yeah. Mean, that I mean and yeah. what are you going to get from the other players besides Dry and McDavid? What does Ryan Nugent Hopkins have left in the tank? <laughs> Zach Hyman have left in the tank.
0: And I mean, if we are talking goaltending, too, Seattle does beat Edmonton by yeah, a facts. long are shot. Yeah, are you gonna
1: are you gonna go to the playoffs with Stuart Skinner and Nash? <laughs> Are you going to... I don't you think they have to, a choice. Are you going to try to win this Stanley Cup with Stuart Skinner? I don't think they,
0: they have... They don't have a choice.
2: I also forgot Unless... Vander Kane is on the Oilers, too. No, thought...
1: He hasn't
0: done God, it. yeah. When's the last time Vander Kane has done something relevant? Like, <laughs> la- like 2022.
2: I've, I saw him with... what I saw, like, a notification. Oh, he has a hat trick. Nice.
1: Like, would... I don't... You can't do the Stanley Cup playoffs <laughs> with Stuart Skinner. <laughs> like, it's... You're Again, not going to make it past the first round. I route. don't
0: I they don't have much of a choice. I who who I mean they could go out and trade for someone but there's not I don't anyone know they could give up. Anyone who, who are they going to go get? And yeah, anyone who has a competent goaltender I'll, right outside now, is of holding Carter Hart, them pretty hard. Yeah. And even Carter Hart's not going to be a guarantee cuz they're in the playoffs right now. They're yeah. comfortably in the playoffs. Nobody, not nobody comfortably,
1: but nobody who is in a playoff spot is going to be is going to be trading away their goalie. Dude, even time Seattle
0: soon. has come back somehow. I mean, and Joey Dacor has been playing phenomenal.
1: I mean, there's talk Gibbs of a Gibson move, but like...
0: Do you really want John Gibson?
1: John As Gibson has been putting... Are you going to win
0: a Stanley Cup with John Gibson? Last
1: year... <laughs> no. <laughs> exactly. but Last year, John Gibson had so many saves because the Ducks just didn't have a... a D- they line. had no defense. It was... They were the giving forwards up forwards and John Gibson They were giving
0: up A ridiculous amount of shots a game It, it was,
1: was forwards and John Gibson Like John Gibson He had like a 56 save game Like yeah. he constantly breaks His own records Because the <laughs> exactly. Ducks Constantly get worse Well they're not getting I feel like they're getting They're getting there
0: huh. They got They Not got,
1: anymore This they, is gonna hit them They got guys on that team And Zegers just got injured Last night So
0: well, I don't think to be to be fair, Trevor Zegers has had kind of a disappointing year this year so far. So like,
1: it's because he's dating Dixie D'Amelio. They're not really. I don't think they're really relying on.
2: I mean, we see all these. We all see these players. I mean, it started with Travis Kelsey. I mean, he kind of sucked this year, and now we see. I mean, it's the (laughs) whole girlfriend thing. (laughs) I know it's it's the lover thing, and it kind of dwindles their.
1: If they stop Coffee? dating famous chicks, they'll start being better.
0: I, I guess so. Even though, you know, Travis Kelsey was only about 15 yards away from his, like, eighth consecutive 1,000-yard season. But, you know, that's that's another here or there. That, that breakup. is well, maybe stuff. he would have been. Maybe he would
1: have been there all the way if he had been <laughs> dating Taylor Swift.
2: <laughs> that Taylor Swift breakup song is going to break records if that happens. I'll listen to it. <laughs> Absolutely. I'll listen to it. Records.
0: If it I will happens. listen to it. I'll do a. I'll do a whole review on the uh the pylon on that, uh, <laughs> on the song if it ever drops. We'll <laughs> do a whole review on the pylon. Uh, anyways, we're gonna move along. I'm sure Sydney is gonna be excited to talk about this one because, um, well, first off, I want to ask you: are Are you okay? Because I know you're. A, I know you're a Devils fan, ish.
1: No, I I am. I. But you're a I Devils a Devils mother.
0: Yeah. So, um, like, are you okay? And how much has Brendan Smith hurt you so far this season?
1: It's been. <laughs> sh- I watch the Devils, and I'm like hmm they'll get better and then they don't and then they get injured and then someone comes back from injury and it's like ah now they're gonna get better and they don't and then Jack Hughes out <laughs> for weeks um, Nico went out for weeks um,
0: he still hasn't even been playing that good
1: yeah he came back He well I mean you could tell the difference between him gone and him back Yeah. but you know they still weren't he's good he's still
0: only at 20 points right now
1: but he's he's a great leader, and then yeah. you know I think he just got a concussion, so he's gonna be out. Um, I mean, Timo
0: Myers injured, but I mean he wasn't.
1: What was, yeah. what was Timo do? Well, so he went from having like no points to like getting points in consecutive games <laughs> and, and consecutive goals, injured. and then he got injured. So you know, really can't. <laughs> Nobody is. This is who do we have? This Jess is such. Bratt?
0: This is such a disappointment because. Me and you both sat on this podcast and said that this conference was the devil's to lose.
1: I said that and in full confidence.
0: Wow, thinking, are they losing it?
1: <laughs> thinking that they had the capabilities to be a Stanley Cup contender. I mean, and, and you, I mean, know you they look don't. at the roster. You look at this team on
0: paper. This is, this is a, the this best, is a best roster in the entire stuff. NHL outside of goaltending. They're having
1: the curse of the Montreal Canadiens. After that, Ma-
2: after that, Timo Meyer, uh,
1: I,
0: that, thought that uh, that I, I, thought I thought that was. I thought definitely like, put them over the top. I mean, I, I was like, oh yeah,
2: they're go- they're going to win the metropolitan. I mean, they're going to win the metro. They're going to take it over. They're going to take it over Carolina, and they're going to do. They're going to go on a decent they're run.
1: They're not even fourth in the metro. <sighs> they're fifth in the metro right that,
2: now. That, that, that conference is really competitive. It's really hard. And that is. <laughs> it it's, is really good. I mean, it's hard to win a conference when you have the Rangers and the Hurricanes. I mean, surprisingly, and, and they're going to. I mean, Hurricanes. I mean. Where they are right now, I definitely expected them to be where the Rangers are right now, with over fifty points on the on the team. I mean, they have fifty points right now, but I thought they were going to be well over, like like over like high fifties, maybe points leader. I mean, uh, they
0: they had a rough start.
2: They did have a rough start, and they, they
0: still really have not figured out their netminder yet.
2: I mean, they're six one and three in the last ten games. They've been so they've been they've playing
0: been, really good as of late, but uh, again, I I I can never take this team seriously because they never have a good goaltender. I mean, they they always choke in the playoffs. Too. I mean, too. I feel like I, mean, I
1: just like haven't heard anything about Carolina.
0: Because they're they're always very they're always silently very good, but then it won't matter because they don't have a goaltender, so they won't win anything in the playoffs. Yeah, they can only go so far. And you know who I would also won't win
1: anything in the playoffs? New Jersey, because you know who also <laughs> doesn't have a goaltender? New, New Jersey. Jersey. Well, Nico they have, Dawes? To about, they yeah. have to worry about.
0: They have to worry about making the playoffs at this point so so say
1: jack hughes manages to not get injured for the rest of the season (laughs) once he comes back from this injury um which he will probably get injured again um they have like some people on the back line their forwards are jesper bratt and tyler Toffoli.
0: brendan smith makes actual little children cry every time people watch him play it sounds like yeah (laughs) Like, it sounds like this is like the worst Devils player of all time, from how I hear Devils fans complain about him.
1: Yeah, no Devils fan likes him. (laughs) I mean, he's just a menace, (laughs) but like, not a
0: bad, it's not a good menace. It's
1: not like a menace, like, oh, he like is menacing to the other team. He's menacing to the Devils. It's a guy,
0: (laughs) the guy you love to have on your team, and the guy you. Hate to play against, except he's the guy who you hate he, he to have on your team, and you also hate to play against. He's the guy
1: you wish didn't make it <laughs> you, into the, the NHL. guy who
0: <laughs> you wish was in the AHL right now.
1: <laughs> it's like, I mean, the, and their goaltending is. I mean, they have VTech, and VTech is. He has
0: been extremely disappointing uh, this year. I
1: don't even know what happened to Mackenzie Blackwood. They don't have a. They do not have a goaltender. Was they do not have a
0: goaltender goals. right now on roster above a point eight nine. That's
1: terrible. That's Edmonton Oilers. That is Edmonton
0: Oilers. That's De- that's Detroit Red Wings. Right that is there. <laughs> it's
1: like I what
2: we've seen re- recently, yeah, that's also Detroit Red Wings territory. Well, we uh,
1: at least we have Alex
0: Lyon who's at a point nine two. And it's a it's at least not that bad where all three of our goaltenders and are at point eight right Akira
1: now. Akira Schmid he's been trash. He was our he was doing so well in the playoffs last year. Um, he's doing trash now. Um, and Nico Dawes is like. Was our like third goalie, and he is up and not doing great. I think they debuted another guy the other night or or in a different game, and I mean they're just trying every option and they have, and none of them are working. Um, so (laughs) the Devils are just flailing. Do
0: you think they're cooked? Do you think like, do you think they can still improve this year, or do you think until they make a move on that it? It's it's over.
1: I think they need to move, make a move on I mean I think their defensemen aren't strong enough to make up for the lack of goaltending. And also they're allergic to scoring in the first period cuz their goal scorers are allergic <laughs> to score. I forgot
0: they're still doing Are they still doing that? Yeah, they're they still won't score not score in the scoring, first 30 minutes. They're
1: just also not scoring goals. Like they'll score a goal and they'll come back to like be losing and be like 5 minutes left and they will be like ah we should probably fix this. <laughs> And also, their defensemen aren't that great. I mean, you have Luke Hughes in the back, but Luke Hughes thinks he's a forward, um, so he's up trying to score goals, and he is scoring he's goals. A,
0: he's a defender. He's like a Cal. I, I won't say he's like a Cal McCarr, but he's a very offensive-minded defender.
1: I feel like he's a he's a he's a Cal McCarr If Cal McCarr didn't do a whole defense if Cal thing. McCarr <laughs>
0: played like significantly worse defense.
1: Yeah. I like, but
0: I don't think, but like Luke Hughes, I don't think is built yet to be a good defender. I think you still have to give him a couple more years to yeah. grow and develop exactly. before he can be like a great yeah. defender for so as so a defenseman. They
1: don't have enough defensive depth.
0: To like make up for that. To
1: make up for the fact that they don't have a goaltender. And so it's just, they're playing empty net right now. <laughs> <laughs> They well, should just play all their games. Welcome they to the should, club. A good goaltender has. that A, goal, a good goaltender. Yeah,
0: a good goaltender in the NHL at this point has just become the biggest expense. It's Except for
1: Boston. Boston's Boston actually chilling hey, with.
0: A maybe trade for uh, Jeremy Swayman from the Devils. But I don't know. I would hate to see up. Jeremy there. I, really? I
1: don't want to watch him suffer. It's Jeremy Swayman. Yeah, I love Jeremy Swayman. <laughs> I think he should go to a team that's competent.
0: If you if you put Jeremy Swayman on that team, they are. I think they're significantly better.
1: Oh, they're short, but there are other put teams Swyman I'd rather
2: on the Oilers. I oh would, man, I see would what give. Oh, I would man. give Swayman.
1: <laughs> I think
2: there's another thing when it comes to this. He actually, if he plays like he actually wants to be there, maybe Edmonton goes for a Stanley Cup. Yeah. But what if he doesn't
1: want to be there? <laughs> I feel it's... like Swayman could fit in other teams, but I don't see him fitting in Jersey. Really, I don't. Is know. it
0: just because it's. Well, I wouldn't say no, it's not oh I why I would you think that he won't fit in?
1: I just I don't know. I just don't <laughs> see the Jeremy Swayman in New Jersey Vision. I see the Jeremy Swayman in Detroit Vision.
0: That I do mm. see. I see a lot of goaltenders in Detroit Vision. I, I think, see any better goaltender in Detroit <laughs> Vision, actually. I see any. Jose Soros, you are now a Detroit Red Wing. Except now they're in a playoff spot too.
1: So Yeah, you see Soros,
0: he's he's not being he's trained. phenomenal. <laughs> Every every good team with a good good goaltender is good, and I don't like it.
1: it I mean, yeah, me. <laughs> when Trey and Trey Augustine and Cam Fowler once they get like good enough, or like once they've developed in college, mm, they're gonna be They'll hot be commodities good. in oh, the they NHL. Will be Very hot
0: commodities. I I, I think if if we somehow found a good goaltender, you could get a ransom for Trey Augustine. Oh yeah, I think, but.
1: I mean, especially after the World Juniors like, oh, and then yeah. you know
0: we could get a ransom for him. I mean next World
1: Juniors him. too probably be a wall and
0: Please you know. don't trade him, Detroit. I'm begging you. Keep this uh, guy. He's can. the only competent goaltender we have in our system right and now. And he's from Michigan, so <laughs> oh, exactly. it's, it's perfect. hometown team. I mean, why wouldn't it? Kids bring us a cup in 5 to 6 years. Now, 6 to 7, guarantee it. Anyways, we are going <laughs> to move on now to uh another big story that happened over break uh right before we came back. Uh Connor Badard suffered a jaw injury uh against the New Jersey Devils. From I- Brendan Smith. Yes, of course it was from Brendan Who Smith. Who also
1: broke Felino like his pinky. Nick Felino? Yeah, he broke Felino's pinky. During the fight? Yeah. <laughs> he did two He's injuries. a menace to society. He took out so many I black I can't Hawks believe players. how
0: much of a menace this guy is. Like it it's crazy. He ruins everyone's day.
1: He single handedly took out <laughs> the best rookie in the NHL for Six to eight weeks. He's the reason why Connor Bedard is not seeing the NHL All Star game. <laughs> I mean,
0: it's still gonna say NHL All-Star Connor Bedard, no matter what. So I mean, that's good at least. But no, um, yeah, this is horrible for the Blackhawks. Um I mean I wouldn't say it's horrible. Well,
1: okay. It, they were gonna
0: suck bad. either way, no matter if they had Bedard on their team or not, because Again, the rest of their team is on IR. I think yeah. it's a crazy stat. It's 30. Only, I think they have more money right now on the IR than they do on the active roster right now. I think it's like 32 million of their cash space is on the IR. 31 million is active and playing.
1: That's insane.
0: Yeah. And, I mean, I mean it's not like this team was going to be any good this year. Everyone knew they were going to be terrible outside of... Conor Bedard and maybe Taylor Hall, bef- Taylor Hall before he was done for the season, but I—I I mean, it—it it seems like there's only one option for the Blackhawks to do now, and it's going to be hashtag tank, tank for Macklin, <laughs> yeah. Macklin and Connor <laughs> Bedard. And it's, be Well. It's looking that, like we have a real Canada chance. Looks like we have a real chance of that happening. I at, at least the Blackhawks
2: know how to properly tank. <laughs> the Sharks clearly are making a uh, are starting yeah, to make facts. a They're you, trying
0: to win. Are why are they, why are they trying to win? Stop. That winning. team is
1: not that team is not Will a team Smith that needs to be. And Macklin Celebrini. Oof. That could be pretty influential for your team. I mean Oof. there's you can get some good guys you if you tanked. Um I wouldn't though I wouldn't be surprised. Like, I thought when Betsy got injured, fractured jaw, I was like, oh, okay, so they're going to wire his jaw shut, and they're going to put him in a cage. Exactly. And they're going to put him on the ice. But now he's out six to eight weeks. I I wouldn't have been surprised, but he had surgery on Monday, I think. I
0: think it's fair. I mean, this is the... This is your... Franchise player. I don't think you really want to be risking throwing him out there. But exactly. I
1: wouldn't be surprised if Connor like wanted Benzie. to go out there. Was I like, mean, that no, is fair. A, that, kid, that kid <laughs> live, give
0: me out
2: eats and breathes give me a, hockey. Give me a like, painkiller, I'll be okay. Yeah. So.
1: He's like, Yeah, give me some opioids. And <laughs> <No, I'm, laughs> like, I'll get on I'm, the ice. I'm sure
0: if Connor Bedard had the option, um, he would be out there in an in intuitive It's to probably the weeks. worst moment of his life. Yeah. But obviously, that's a,
2: wel- that's a welcome to the NHL yeah. type.
0: But obviously the Blackhawks are going to tell him, you are out for as long as you need to be, and we will sit... I, I, I'm I sure that's all he. him, we will sit so you out for the year him, if you need to. They're going to wrap him in be. bubble wrap. Yeah, that's like... That is your that is your $100 million commodity, basically. That guy's probably going to get There's paid $100 Patrick million. Pain. That is your... Yeah. You can't throw that guy in the house in two to three weeks if he still has a broken jaw. <laughs> I mean,
2: yeah. NHL players are the toughest. I mean... I've seen so many things like people like I've seen. I mean, I don't want to talk about this. I will talk about this after the podcast, but Blake Wheeler played with a very interesting injury for an entire period. And it said he he said it felt like nothing. He said it felt like nothing. Oh, And, I, and if a broken jaw like the NBA will sideline you or will put you on the bench for the entire season, maybe end your career right now.
1: I there. mean, I always pointed this out because I grew up with brothers who played soccer. Is, you know, when you watch professional soccer, people pretend to be injured. <laughs> and when you watch like professional hockey people are players pretend to, to, to not, not be injured. injured so that they can stay on the ice. You see Matthew Kachuk, who last year in the playoffs could not dress himself, had to have his brother Still help him out, out of bed, exactly. and went on the ice. Every night and oh, crazy, and played took his team to the it's Stanley Cup finals. insane!
0: <laughs> that is that is you, alpha, right? So, and there. then,
1: and then you have, and then you have like players in other sports who are you know faking injuries to get calls from the ref, where you have other guys who are like pretending to not bleed from every place exactly. in their body and be like, ah, I still got it,
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, um, I mean, yeah, I, I think they're gonna send him for as long as he needs to. I mean, it's like when. Jordan got injured in his second year with Chicago and they were like, We are you're done. Like, you're not playing. It's your it's your it's your golden child. You can't you can't throw him out there willy nilly and then next thing you know, he's out for the rest of his career. So yeah. I mean, uh tough news for the Blackhawks, but I mean, on the bright side, it really wasn't like they were going to do anything this year, anyways, and it just gives them a better reason to tank for Macklin Celebrini and get another
1: generational talent probably on their team. really pissed off after the WJCs.
0: I'm, I'm sure he is. I, I
2: mean, mean, I bet. I'm, I mean, obviously, I think. I mean, still so the draft lottery, is still a big thing. I mean, do you think the NHL, if supposedly my dad, my dad thinks like they rig all the <laughs> draft lotteries, and uh, I mean, do you think like anyone wants to see Macklin Celebrini on the Sharks? No. Not. No. They probably want to pair him up with the Blackhawks. No, with, but if
0: I could
1: see Macklin his, on the Blackhawks. If, if, the, in if the ball's,
0: balls going San Jose's ball. way, it's gonna be
1: San Jose. With a
2: j jo- with his WJC teammate, I mean I mean I bet I would want to see that. I think that'd create a lot of chemistry between the Blackhawks, two young you studs. <laughs> Mac no. He I I I
1: think, think they'd rig it towards the Blackhawks. If they were gonna well, rig it. I mean well, it, obviously I'm they if they were to rig if they did rig the draft,
0: it would obviously be rigged towards Chicago. I mean Yeah. They would try everything in their power to get that type of team and that type of market to be good once again. I, I don't mean. think
1: anyone wants to see anyone on San Jose.
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I think Will Smith think, is probably
1: was... kicking himself every day since the draft that he got
2: picked.
1: San Jose is not that
0: bad. I mean, this
2: was—they're not good. Was, team Th- the was the worst like in the team Stanley, in the league. It
0: was the team that was in the Stanley Cup like 10, 11 years ago, and now they're the last <laughs> in
2: the league. I mean, well, that team also did have very so very, many good
0: very players. good. Very <laughs> they good. have
1: lost twenty more games than they have won. They're nine, I know, they 29, are twenty-nine, no, they are, are still
0: they are still horrible. They, they ha- are 0. still
1: point two five six.
0: Yeah. Oh, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not saying they're still not. They're not terrible. They are still horrible. But I mean, right now they are. They do have the worst record in the NHL, and they are looking like. They are gonna. They're the only team that hasn't made it pick. to
1: ten regulation wins. They
0: have lost twelve straight games too, so
1: they are really perfecting this thing. <laughs> yeah, they're working on it. They're they like, okay. working
0: this. They're working this tank. They are working this tank. I think. But
1: I fear that they're not tanking. I fear that this is them trying. Twelve straight
0: games is pretty much tanking. <laughs> you don't lose. I've watched enough. I've 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 watched enough Detroit Pistons basketball to know you don't lose twelve straight games if you're trying to win. You're trying also to lose. The Detroit
1: Pistons. God, don't even get me started <laughs> on
0: that. It's different, different sport, different sport. Anyways, we're going to move on to our last segment here. We got a pick em for this week where we look at some of the best games throughout the week and we pick who we think is going to win. We are going to start with the one game of the night so far uh, tonight. It is the Golden Knights going into Colorado to face the Avalanche. Um, this one is going to be a good game. Two very two teams fighting for playoff spots right here in the Western Conference. Um, Avalanche do have a couple games right now on the Golden Knights. Golden Knights are not too good right now at away. They are nine eight and three when they play away, and Colorado right now seventeen and five at home. This team will not lose at home. Um, they are really good still, and. I am going to go with Colorado, considering nine eight and three is a horrible ORA record to have, and for a team that for a high team caliber. that good too, which is something to watch out for come playoff time if they cannot win road playoff games.
2: I agree with you. I'll take the Avalanche too. Obviously, I mean, I like I like the Knights. I, I I've said this. I think no one can stop. I said no one could stop them in the early in the early slate, but they clearly have shown that they're uh, more down to earth than they've been since November-ish, first month in. But, I mean, I mean, you can't lose at home. If you can't lose at home, you might as well can't lose at home to someone who can't win on the road. So, in that case, give me
1: the Avs. Uh, I'm going to be the black sheep and pick the Knights. I figured. Um, I just, I don't know. I'm feeling it. <laughs> you feeling the Knights? Don't ask me to back it up. <laughs> also, there is another important game, and it's called the Flyers-Canadians playing tonight.
2: That is the game I've heard of. And it's, I am watching
1: it to, as soon as we get out of here. I'm gonna start watching it because it's Jamie Drysdale's debut as a Philadelphia <laughs> Flyer, and yeah. they will win. Against yeah, the of course they will. Because the, <laughs> the Canadians suck.
0: Yep. <laughs> That's why I didn't pick the game.
1: There. So bad.
0: <laughs> that's why I didn't pick the game.
1: Cole Caulfield is not Cole Caulfielding.
0: He's not Gold Caulfield anymore.
1: No. He's, he's just Cole. He's, we he's
2: just, just Cole. Cole. we stop with Cole Caulfield? It's so corny. <laughs> it's so <laughs> That's cool. why I bring I'm it up so, every time because it's beer. so corny. He had a beer I'm, named after him. I'm that's just,
0: Molson
1: uh, made
2: Gold a goal. Cole Caulfield is Gold such Caulfield. a... Like, he's just
0: Cole now. He's, he's playing like Cole.
1: <laughs> he did like... He was on and Chicklets. Like, so that's
2: like an elementary school type nickname right there. Gold Caulfield because it rhymes with Cole, I mean.
1: Yeah, and then he... He's barely he's not even sniping he, any. He's not he's sniping
2: any goals really. right now anymore. The irony in here. It's I mean. like, wow,
1: you're gonna let like Nick Suzuki beat you in goals, like, <laughs> and they clearly they have no one else. So, <laughs>
0: all okay. right, moving on to the Thursday slate. One of the games we have on here, the Oilers are coming into Detroit to face off the Red Wings. And Edmonton is minus one seventy on this money line. Um. This is going to be a very, very high scoring game. Um I'm going to assume Alex Lyon is gonna continue to start this game. Um Red Wings have had a little bit of a break here. Haven't had a game this week yet, I believe. Um, and so I think with arrested Alex Lyon, he's been playing some phenomenal net. Literally the only saving grace we have in net. Um, and uh Detroit is a still pretty good team at home and Edmonton's not too good on the way, so Give me the Red Wings to win this one against Edmonton. Even though I I think this is going to be like a a 7-5 game right here. Like I, this, I, is, this is this no no goaltending since, will be will be played. And no defense.
1: Okay, but if no goaltending is playing, that still implies that the Red Wings have an offense.
0: We do have an offense. Not great we, one. What do you mean? Patrick Kane. Yeah.
1: Okay, fine. Patrick to Kane. It, fine. Larkin. Fine.
0: Lucas Raymond. Moe Sider? J.T. Conklin. You think
1: Moe's gonna get a goal?
0: Mo, no, Mo get a goal. Mo get a goal at any time. Listen, top top ten defenseman in the NHL right now. Oh,
1: I mean, I'm not. Sider. I'm not saying Moe's not a good defenseman. I'm just saying Mo's like
0: a defenseman. You're right, but he he's, he he puts he puts points on the board too. He
1: does. He, he does. can
0: put some points on the board.
1: Okay.
0: I mean, a full re- a
2: full rested Red Wings team was coming. Who's probably very excited to be back for first to start the year obviously um i'm going to i'm going to go with the red wings too more because i'm biased and i like the red wings but uh, <laughs> my coming reason off, coming off a three game win streak on the road you're going to take that momentum back home and obviously i think the red wings can show off. i, I guarantee you a hat trick or maybe someone who scores someone's going to at least score two goals in this a game cat. Maybe, maybe Conor McDavid the goes cat off. Trick. The cat trick.
1: The cat trick, yep. The cat trick. <laughs> the I cat like, trick.
2: I like that. I But, yeah, give me the
0: Red Wings in this one.
1: Uh, Give me the Red Wings because I hate the Oilers. Wow, that
0: was pretty biased right there. Just it's so hard game. being an, an unbiased reporter. <laughs> that was a pretty biased. biased pick right there. All <laughs> My right, bad. <laughs> moving on. Uh, Next game we have here, the Kings are going down to Florida to take on the Panthers. This one is going to be a very, very physical game. Uh, Both these teams love to just play a lot of defense and grind down. Um, I am – I think I'm going to go with Florida on this one. I I like the Panthers. I think they're going to have a little bit more offense uh, than Vegas is going to have in this game. And I think I trust Brodsky a little bit more right now in that than Cam Talbot. So, giving the Panthers to win at home.
2: I would take the Kings – but I'm not going to. More because I think the pan- I think I like this. Uh, the Florida Panthers are what they have twenty six point. They have they won, won twenty six games. I think they're they're 20- playing.
0: They're playing phenomenal. They are, they're hockey.
2: almost neck and neck with Boston now. I think they're. I don't know if they're a couple games. They behind. are
0: two points behind Boston right now. Both have forty games played. Exactly. So I mean,
2: I mean, the Panthers are playing with a lot of momentum. They just took down the team that took a, that. I would say it annihilated them.
0: Sam Reinhart is going to get. Hate soon too.
2: Oh yes. Oh yeah. And hate. <laughs> and I I love how Matthew Kachuk plays the the game. I you just mean, got a, a trick very, last he's night. He's physical and he he can he'll pick a fight with anyone. That out
0: there. that entire team is physical. Like they are out there to just beat the. They're crap out to you.
2: eat you alive. They're, and I I think that will that's going to frustrate a lot of teams. I mean, obviously hockey. I mean, you got to got to be physical if you want to win. And I mean, they're obviously winning against Vegas is a huge thing on the road being down beating down the. Team that beat you in the final I think they're carrying this momentum in down to um Miami or where is it mine for Lauderdale I don't I don't know la
0: is also on a six game losing streak right now I'll yeah
2: say. I think the momentum for the care uh the Panthers continues give me the Panthers in this one
1: um yeah give me the panthers because Matthew Chuck got a hat-trick last night and, <laughs> and that was pretty nice um one little question 19.
2: when that huge trade with Jonathan Huberdeau to the flames in Kentuck, do you think the flames won that trade
0: uh, initially before anything came out because i uh, mean probably looking at it from when the trade happened i'm sure a lot of people thought that uh calgary had won that trade obviously and, yeah and, now and i a, mean ben, looking at it ben, now it's ben, maybe one of the worst trades in nhl history
1: he's literally just a waste of space he's the sitting ice. there he's just sitting and matthew kachuk's there. out here just like
0: I casually just Leaning took you to, a, to I, team. setting I like, first take your team the NHL on fire. Yeah,
1: um, And so I think that he is just going to make it. A-
0: probably, probably now one of the worst trades in NHL history at
1: this point. Yeah, it was terrible. Like Hubbardu is just like, <laughs> I see all the things that are like get Hubbardu out of Calgary, but like what's he going to do anywhere else? Where is
0: he going to go? Who wants him?
1: Right Nobody now? wants him because what is he? what does he bring to the table? bench warming <laughs>
2: right now yeah he's a he's a great cheerleader for the team that's <laughs> all
0: right moving on we have the Boston Bruins going to go into Vegas to take on the Golden Knights uh this one Boston has also been doing pretty well this year as well 24 8 and 8 this is uh this is again feels like the same Boston team as last year they're able they just play overall Really good hockey. Obviously, they have two amazing goaltenders, and that um, Jeremy Swayman and Linus Allmark are still absolutely phenomenal. Um, oh, give me, give me Vegas on this one at home. I think uh, I think they can come out with this one. I, I I I like them to win this one over the Bruins. I think they are just slightly better than them. I'm not a big and especially here. Vegas at home too is almost unstoppable.
2: I I'm. I'm going to take the Bruins in this one. I mean, it is the regular season, and at this point, pretty much anyone can be anyone except if you're San Jose. (laughs) But um, I like the Bruins. I mean, the goaltending has been phenomenal with the two-way. I mean, Linus Olmark and Jeremy Swayman, who I really want on the Red Wings. Um, Please come, Jeremy. (laughs) Please come to Detroit. (laughs) I feel like, I mean. Jeremy, we need you. I just feel like I like the way the Bruins play as much as I don't like the team in general I don't like the Bruins but Is
1: anyone really a Bruins fan?
0: Boston you Boston, Boston.
2: <laughs> people who live <laughs> there you're
0: from Boston
2: <laughs> Uh yeah I'm going to I'll take the Bruins in this one
1: Um I want to take the Bruins cuz they're really good um but I'm actually just going to take um the Golden Knights I know you just typed out Bruins but <laughs> did um, I I did Yeah but it's, I'm really actually did. taking Vegas Well there you go all right, moving on to
0: Friday's game. The Philadelphia Flyers are going to go into Minnesota, take on the Wild. As, of course, we know, Philadelphia is currently sitting in a playoff spot right now. Um, I, I think this one is really easy. The Minnesota Wild have been probably one of the most disappointing teams in the sense that they are bad in the places where they should not be bad. Um, Mark andre Fleury has clearly regressed hard this year he has not been the same Mark andre Fleury that he has been in the past Philip Gustafson has had a really really bad rough season so far too he's not performing at the level that he was last year and obviously we know all the flaws with Minnesota already they don't have a lot of depth they don't have a lot of scoring and so when you're two goaltenders who you're relying on a lot already aren't playing good it's a bad result, and it's led to a really crappy season for Minnesota. Cap Resolve's
1: also out, which is, like... Their only offense. They're Exactly. Like, he's all they have. Outside of, like... Out.
0: Outside of, uh... Oh. Who was the Mark... Matt Boldy. Outside of him. Oh, yeah. yeah. Matt
1: Boldy was good. But- Matt Boldy got a...
0: Other than that, yeah, they pretty much don't have anyone else. Yeah, um, Minnesota. I always we always see them
2: like contending for a wild card spot, and they're they have some decent. They've always had some decent talent, but it hasn't been enough to be to push them over to the edge. And yeah. you know they're from Minnesota, so sports obviously there are not great unless you're the Timberwolves right now. But yeah. I'm I just. Now with Philadelphia, I'm gonna take I'll take the Flyers. I'm taking the Flyers as well. Oh,
1: me too. I mean I
2: think it's a three way street It's very comfortable. I think this is this
0: year. is this is a game that the Flyers should not lose. Even with how bad their offense are is um I trust Carter Hart more in net than I do either Gus of Sin or Marc Andre Fleury, so That's going to be my reasoning. (laughs) All right, moving on. We have another big one on tap for Friday. The Predators are going into Dallas to face the Stars. Predators right now do find themselves in the playoff spot, fighting for that last wild card spot right now in the West. Uh, They have been playing some really good hockey. Of course, they have Yusei Suarez in net, who is just absolutely phenomenal. But, of course, they have Philip Forsberg, too, and Ryan O'Leilly, who have been lighting it up so far In the NHL in points, Um, this is a fun Nashville Predators team to kind of watch.
2: Unfortunately, a lot of of fun veteran talent. A lot of fun veteran
0: talent. Unfortunately, yeah. Unfortunately, I don't think they have the same amount of depth that these this Dallas Stars team has. I mean, Philip Forsberg, Ryan
2: O'Reilly, who has a Stanley Cup on his belt. Forsberg's
1: got a great mustache.
2: He's got some good handles. He's had. He used to have. I mean, he still has some good handles too. Oh, yeah, he's, he's fun to watch. Forty five points Roman, right now. Forty one games. Can, Roman is up there as one of the best defenders in the, in all of the NHL. Um, these two teams played each other last week in Dallas, and uh, it was very close. I, uh, Nashville ended up winning that game four to three. I think it's going to be a close game again. Um, give me the Predators again. I mean, really? I'm going to take the Predators in this one. I think. Me too. I, I think it's going to be another very hard fought game. Um, But I mean, the stars. don't, I'm not saying the stars are terrible. They're always going to be great. I love, I love what the stars hockey, they play there. Um, Robertson, once again, I think he's going to, he should get a big payday soon. Um, But I just, I'm, Anything can happen. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take the Predators in this one.
0: <laughs> All right, so I'm going to go with the Dallas Stars on that one, but we are going to move on now to our Saturday slate. The New Jersey Devils come into Florida to take on the Panthers. This is probably one of the more important games New Jersey's going to play this year. Another chance to beat a playoff team and maybe get right back on track. Um, <laughs> Cindy's already shaking her head, but... Yeah, I'm I'm gonna go with Florida on this one. Um, I I just don't see a way in which they lose to this New Jersey team. I think they're gonna I think they're gonna get on them quick. New Jersey's gonna find themselves in another hole again that they're gonna have to dig out, but Florida is a team that's not gonna let you dig out that hole. So I think they're gonna I think they attack early and have momentum for pretty much the entire game. Give me the Panthers to win this one. I'm gonna take the team who can score goals in the first period,
2: meaning I'm gonna take the Panthers in this one. They're gonna control pace from puck drop.
1: I'm gonna take the team that's competent, in the Panthers because it's gonna be the Panthers versus Tyler Toffoli, and that's it.
0: So no, no, here sure, right now. Well, he just, got a,
1: con- he just got a concussion, so I don't he's know. Probably not
0: playing then this game. So I
1: don't know if he'll be back Saturday. If he's back, then it'll be the Predators versus Toffoli in. Nico (laughs) Hishier. But if he's not back, then it's just a full Like There's just no one else.
0: (laughs) All right, moving on. Now we have the Avalanche heading into Toronto to face the Maple Leafs. Of course, you have Willie Nylander who just got that huge extension. I think this is going to get him on a little bit of a heater. Now that he's finally paid, I think he's going to be feeling good. I think he's going to go absolutely ballistic this next week after that humongous payday um give me the maple leafs to win this one in a high scoring one i don't think this is going to be gorgiev's best day they're getting joseph wall back i think that's going to be huge for their uh for their poorest defense i would say but yeah i think this is going to be a big game offensively for uh toronto here give me uh give me the maple Leafs to win this one as much as i do not like to say that the maple Leafs are going to win
2: I will also take the Maple Leafs in this one. Uh, I do like how I, I think the Maple Leafs, the way they play hockey is very very good for the regular season and sometimes doesn't show up for the postseason. It doesn't.
0: You can't score you can't score at will like it, they are allowed to in the regular season in I'm, the playoffs. So
2: I will I think this will be a fun I think this is a real fun matchup. Um is this high power versus high power. And I think the team who has the more, I feel like, um, yeah, like you said, William Nylander. I mean, it's different when it comes to the NHL and like other leagues. Like when you get paid in like the NBA, you sit on the bench, (laughs) Bradley Beal. Um, But in, in hockey, I feel like a lot of passion is built when you get a big payday. Cause I mean, that's, there's not a lot of money. I mean,
1: but I feel like, we're forgetting that we're talking about William Nylander. William Nylander, who gives half effort sometimes. Like you can tell when William Nylander if is tuned fifty-seven into a points game.
0: is William Nylander's half he, he, effort, then I would like he, to see his full.
1: He like, <laughs> like he like you can tell when he's trying the game and when he's not.
0: He's yeah, third league he's in points, and
2: uh, why wouldn't he's he try? Right
0: now,
1: because he was trying to get a paycheck raise. Yeah, but
0: now he got it. Now he got it. So I let's guess, see if I what happens. Now I he's got to try to back up that paycheck. I guess. Sydney, you still have. What uh, if he gets injured? This your game. Your pick in this game. Um, be...
1: <sighs> what you well, now? You just
0: now you just ruined my pick.
1: <laughs> mm, I'm gonna pick. I don't like either of these options, <laughs> 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 The Philadelphia Flyers. This. Um. Uh, let's go with Maple Leafs because I mean, I'm say the grand if they Rapids have wool If they have Wall back, yeah, I think they're gonna. If
0: you said he's off IR, then I think they should be having him back. Soon. Allegedly,
1: he's skating again allegedly forget. he's on the ice
0: if he's on ice then I'm sure he would be back by I'm Saturday. sure
1: they're gonna like expedite him getting back in net because yeah. they're like we can't we, need, we, we cannot can't. keep on
0: putting out Ilya we Samson can't all that debut
1: here. we can't get another guy can't all right moving on to our last game
0: here on Saturday the Flyers are gonna take on the Winnipeg Chets, Jets two of the more surprising teams in the NHL this year of course the Jets are of as I said, on an absolute heater so far. Um, I think they're going to continue that uh, momentum here in this game. Uh, they're going to have color, They're going to have Chicago um, tomorrow. That is going to be again just in that they're playing an AHL team at this point. At that point, they're going to smack Chicago. Um, and I think they're going to continue that momentum in Philadelphia. I like the way this Winnipeg team plays. It's the one of the more all around teams I've seen. Uh, in the NHL right now, I think them in New York are two of the best all-around teams in the NHL right now. Um, I love that they're just getting contributions from everyone on their team. Um, yeah, give me Winnipeg. I think they're gonna. I think they're gonna be able to offensively uh rattle uh Philadelphia. I think they're gonna get a lot of points on the board.
2: I agree with you. I'll I will take the Winnipeg Jets here. I think this this game is gonna just show like. What, what, uh, I mean, Winnipeg is meant to be. Cause I mean, they're playing up, the Flyers are a playoff team that they, they're coming to Winnipeg. I mean, I don't think Connor Hellbuck should have a lot of trouble against Philly. I think
0: it's the 28th ranked offense. Exactly. They're not
2: very strong on the offensive side of the puck. And I don't, I think yeah. that's just, uh, a stoppable force meets an immovable object. So, <laughs> um, fully stoppable force. I, I think, I think, uh, Connor Hellbuck will have near shutout, probably one goal allowed in this game, so he'll give Philly a lot of trouble. So I'll take the Jets in this one.
1: Uh, yeah, gotta 100% go Jets here. I mean, I have nothing bad to say about the Jets. I mean, I feel like they are just they're there all around. It, it,
0: good for honestly, good for Winnipeg that they and finally it, have a really good team. It. it
1: and especially it's going to be a home game for them. It's a
0: small city. They, really, the Jets are cold, all they have. It's cold,
1: terrible place.
0: It's, it's always good for Winnipeg when they're good. Because you love to see such a small city who really all they have is the Jets. You know, yeah. have some good
1: hockey. I always forget the Jets exist. But. <laughs> Everyone does, but... But now they're here. Now they're they're here. Now they're Literally leading the league.
0: Leading the whole league in points. All
1: right. Moving on
0: to our Sunday games. The Capitals are going to go into Madison Square Garden to take on the New York Rangers. Capitals, since we last talked about them, have been playing a lot better hockey. They also find themselves in the hunt for the playoffs. Uh, Their goaltending has been a lot better than what it was. Uh, Darcy Kemper not playing too good but charlie lindgren has stepped up and has played some phenomenal hockey in net and obviously they're getting a lot of contributions from alex ovechkin and finally (laughs) he's
1: still still only at
0: 26 points with 38 games played this is a very defensive-minded team right now but um they're still they're still finding ways to win games here um this is not going to be a game. However, that they win, <laughs> um, I'm going to go New York. I just, I don't think, I don't think the Capitals have enough firepower to keep up with this Rangers team. They are, uh, while they have cooled off a little bit since we've last talked about them, I still think they're probably the best team in the East right now. Um, so yeah, give me the Rangers to win this one.
2: If you told me that the Rangers were going to be a serious contender for the, I would Stanley have laughed Cup, at you in your serious face. Stanley Cup playoff team. I would have thought you were insane because with all the talent they lost in the off season, I would assume that they were going to regress. Maybe not enough to be. I would still think they'd be a playoff team, but like a wild card team. But they have. I mean, they've defied all expectations. I mean, Artemi Panarin is top five in points. I mean, you do have Jacob Truba, who's one of the dirtier cap, one of the dirtier players. In the I league. love Jacob. Not Truba. dirty,
0: hard hitting.
2: Physical, physical. <laughs> he, no, it's, he's I mean, dirty. Maybe, I mean, maybe. I, <laughs> I mean, maybe coming from the, devil, the, the devil side, <laughs> no. they always consider him a dirty player. But he's
1: physical. Um, he's like the Brendan Smith of the team. Exactly, say, like <laughs> he, he makes children he hate, cry, he hates, he hates, he hates. and then paints except a in a picture. good way,
0: though. Like Jacob no. Trouba makes children cry because of how hard he hits people and how good he is of a defend, defender. I love Jacob Trouba. do makes wrong. children cry because, because of terrible. how bad he is.
1: Don't get me wrong, I for love both, Jacob Trouba for
0: both other teams and for his own team.
2: <laughs> also, I think I think the reason why the Rangers are good is because of the shaved head from Artemi Panera. when he, that that. The, yeah, that was bond. that was a
1: controversial move. You know, it shaving seems to have, his little...
0: seems to have worked out
2: and it really, really has. He was
1: I, really onto something. Meanwhile,
2: I'll take Rangers. It, it to get back on uh, track here, I'll take the Rangers <laughs> in this uh, one.
1: One hundred percent taking the Rangers. Um, on this one, I mean, the Capitals are fine, but you know, the Rangers are also one of the best teams in the league, and they're playing an MSG. So yeah. Very hard I mean, I feel like the Capitals just aren't going to win in Madison Square Garden. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right, moving on now, we have an original six matchup here as the Red Wings will go into Toronto to face off against the Maple Leafs. Um, this one, I think, is going to be a little bit more low scoring than people uh, may expect. Well, that does depend on who's in net. if it's James Reimer in net. Um, expect six goals from Toronto At the minimum um, <laughs> All from William Nylander <laughs> Probably Please. Five points hat-trick. from Neil- Willie Nylander Like three goals Two assists Something like that He's gonna be Matthews
1: with a hat trick He's gonna be the
0: reason Why every every goal happens Matthews is gonna point.
1: get Yet another hat trick Yeah
0: Probably Maybe four goals <laughs> I wouldn't put four Past uh, James Reimer <laughs> <laughs> um, But no I think this one Will be a very interesting game Two very offensive minded teams Um I am gonna go with Toronto, though. I have a feeling they're gonna get really hot after this Willie Nylander extension. Um, I think he's gonna be playing some phenomenal hockey. I think he's gonna go on a little heater here, and I think the Maple Leafs are gonna. Uh, I think the Maple Leafs are gonna benefit from it. I'm and gonna. Go I'm agree. gonna go with the Maple Leafs to win this one. Unfortunately, I'm gonna, I am.
2: Okay, I also agree. I'm gonna take the Maple Leafs here. I think. Um, with an offense like the Maple Leaves and how well defined they can be, I think Detroit's going to have a hard time. Even with Mo Sider and you know, Jake Wallman. yeah, yeah, <laughs> Wally. And um, you know, I just think that Detroit's just going to struggle with William Nylander if that's what you want me to say <laughs> because of the contract <laughs> extension. Um, I
0: I would put money he's going to go on a heater. I, I put money I, on
2: it. I just think I just think Detroit's going to have a rough time. Defending the this this Maple Leafs team, obviously, I, f- I feel like t- uh, Detroit always has a hard time with Toronto. We always do. Um, in the regular season, and I think it just carries on. Yep. It's yeah. So I'm gonna take yeah, I'll take the Maple Leafs.
1: I'm also gonna go Leafs on this one. Uh, if the Leafs don't beat the Avalanche, they're definitely winning this one. Um, I mean, I just yeah, I don't think they're gonna want to have two straight I, games. I drop. feel like this isn't. I mean, I feel like the wings are gonna put up a fight, but eventually that fight's just not gonna be enough. Yeah, because we don't have a lot of depth. <laughs> there's just, I mean, neither do the Maple Leafs. But like, if you're gonna compare, like if they you might, compare Maple neither Leafs, neither teams are depth. But like,
0: if you compare team to team, the Maple Leafs clearly have a better team than us.
1: They don't have it. They have same amount of depth. It's just it's they're, a different level. Their top of heavy. Their
0: their top talent, I think, is a lot better. <laughs> the, not a lot better, but definitely better than our top talent i'll say
1: yeah i feel like this is a game that they could definitely go pretty pretty silly (laughs) yeah
0: all right well that'll do it for us here on behind the mask episode five we will be back uh next wednesday hopefully with episode six but for now thank you so much for listening i'm your host oscar henderson along with my co-hosts sydney isham and cooper evans we will be back next week and thank you guys for listening